pot full of something which boiled happily, sending up clouds of what looked like real steam. As soon as he reached home, Geppetto took his tools and began to cut and shape the wood into a marionette. I think I'll call him Pinocchio. I knew a family by that name once, and they were all lucky. Geppetto set to work to make the hair, the forehead, the eyes. The eyes seemed at first to move, and then stared fixedly at him. Geppetto said, Why are you staring? There was no answer. Then Geppetto made the nose, which immediately began to stretch. It stretched and stretched and stretched till it seemed endless. Poor Geppetto kept cutting it, but the more he cut, the longer it grew. In despair, he let it alone. Next, he made the mouth. It began to laugh. Stop laughing, said Geppetto. It stuck out a long tongue. Not wishing to start an argument, Geppetto made believe he saw nothing and went on with his work. He made the chin, the neck, the shoulders, the arms, and the hands. As he was about to put the last touches on the fingertips, Geppetto felt his wig pulled off. He glanced up to see his yellow wig on the marionette's head. Geppetto became very sad. Pinocchio, you wicked boy. You are not yet finished, and you start out by being impudent to your poor old father. Very bad, my son, very bad. And he wiped away a tear. The moment the legs and feet were done, Geppetto felt a sharp kick on the tip of his nose. I should have thought of this before I made him. Now it's too late. He took hold of the marionette under the arms and put him on the floor to teach him to walk. Pinocchio's legs were stiff, but Geppetto held his hand and showed him how to put one foot after the other. When his legs were limbered up, Pinocchio started running all around the room. He came to the open door, and with one leap he was out into the street. Poor Geppetto ran after him, but he was unable to catch him, for Pinocchio ran in leaps and bounds. Catch him! Catch him! Geppetto shouted, but the people in the street only laughed. At last, a policeman happened along grabbed Pinocchio by his long nose and returned him to Geppetto. We're going home now, Geppetto said. When we get home, we'll settle this matter. At this, Pinocchio threw himself on the ground and refused to take another step. A crowd gathered around the two. Poor Marionette called out a man. I'm not surprised he doesn't want to go home. Geppetto's a real tyrant, said another. If we leave that poor Marionette in his hands, he may tear him to pieces. Finally, the policeman ended matters by setting Pinocchio at liberty and dragging Geppetto to prison. Pinocchio, free now, ran wildly home, where he found the door half open. He slipped into the room, locked the door, and threw himself on the floor, happy at his escape. Just then, he heard someone saying, Cree, cree, cree. Who is calling? asked Pinocchio, greatly frightened. I am. Pinocchio turned and saw a large cricket crawling slowly up the wall. Who are you? I am the talking cricket, and I have been living in this room for more than 100 years. Today, though, this room is mine, said the marionette, so get out. I refuse to leave this spot, answered the cricket, until I have told you a great truth. Tell it then and hurry. Woe to boys who refuse to obey their parents and run away from home. They will never be happy in this world, and when they are older, they will be very sorry for it. Sing on, Cricket. 
Tomorrow at dawn, I leave this place forever. If I stay here, I will be sent to school. I hate to study. It's much more fun to chase butterflies, climb trees, and steal birds' nests. Poor Pinocchio. Don't you know that if you go on like that, you will grow into a perfect donkey and everyone will make fun of you? At least learn a trade so that you can earn an honest living. There is only one trade that really suits me. Eating, drinking, sleeping, playing, and wandering around from morning till night. Those who follow that trade, said the talking cricket, always end up in the hospital or in prison. Careful, ugly cricket, if you make me angry, you'll be sorry. I am sorry for you. Why? Because you are a marionette, and what is much worse, you have a wooden head. At these last words, Pinocchio took a hammer from the bench and threw it at the talking cricket, hitting it straight on its head.